Welcome to Abstract Audio, the podcast presenting life as an abstract art form. The show that encourages you to perceive beyond the tangible, to extract the infinite from the finite, to see with the mind what you cannot physically see with the eyes. Oh, this? It's an emancipation. It's an exploration into areas usually overlooked. Explore with me on today's episode. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Abstract Audio. I'm your host, Amber Janae, and today we're going to be on the topics of morals versus ethics, and more specifically, of the functionality of human interaction with the concept of what's considered morally and ethically sound. In other words, we'll just be discussing if people are intrinsically bad or intrinsically good. And you know by now, if you've tuned into the last couple episodes, that we like to take in the view from both sides of the fence and look at a situation from all angles, and this is certainly no exception. So let's dive into the age-old good versus bad debate, shall we? Okay, so random question to start. Have you guys ever tried painting in oils? Well, if you haven't, the thing about oil painting is that you're constructing layers of brushstrokes in order to create the illusion of life using color and light. It's a messy medium in which you have to constantly redefine the hard edges and blend the soft edges. <laughs> Bitches heard edges and perked up. <laughs> but no, essentially the charcoal sketch underneath gets lost after a while and you kind of have to build value over this like dark buried skeleton. And I say this to say, I like to think of the quantities of right and wrong as paint colors. You know, everyone is contributing to their own painting in which they're making their own brushstrokes. And sometimes the painting ends up being a little too abstract, and sometimes it's coordinated to become photorealistic. And now, even if you're not much of a painter, I'm sure you've all given this particular topic some thought at one point or another, whether it be in reference to yourself or after some asshole cuts you off in traffic. Like, we've all been there. You know, we've all silently questioned humanity's darkest and lightest of inclinations. And I'm also sure you've eventually come to the conclusion, as most of us do, that there's truly no such thing as a good person or a bad person, and actions are all predetermined by a mix of each person's upbringing, biology, and circumstances, you know? We all do good things, we all do bad things, and that's just that, right? But what if there's more to it? This debate has been going on for centuries, and philosophers have battled with the complexities of how people naturally operate for just as long. So the question to me is, if humans are so complex and multifaceted, and we all know this to be true, why are we so accepting of this oversimplification of our human behaviors to the basic categories of good or bad at all? If our actions are just as much a byproduct of specific factors as we are, how could they be seen as so cut and dry? This way of thinking, uh, this unambiguous designation is restrictive to say the least and flat out impractical at best, right? Like if no one is good or bad, wouldn't it stand to reason that nothing is either as well? And aside from that, you know, who's even qualified to say who or what would be good or bad, right? Like God, your parents, the government, society? 
And where does that influence stop and start? It's like from the time you're a kid, right? You always hear that your conscience is that little voice in your head. And, you know, that cricket with the umbrella, you know, that angel whispering to you on your shoulder or telling you what's right. But if you ask me, we're not born with that. You know, it's not a cricket or a little angel. It's your dad in your ear. It's your pastor in your ear. It's your teacher in your ear. All our conscience truly consists of is what we've been told and made to believe. It's not coming from us at the end of the day. To me, morality is an entirely unrealistic human concept. You know, animals don't find themselves burdened with the choices of right or wrong. All they know is live or die. Because when you factor in other equally human components that all of us are born with, you know, such as ambition, selfishness, egoism, you end up with people who are willing to blur those lines of what's considered right and wrong anyway in order to justify their choices, you know, actions, words, attitudes, character. You get the idea. It's self-justification in a world that's drawn to instant gratification and convenience. To me, that's one of the reasons slavery went on so long, right? Because we waited for people to develop this kind of mass unified conscience and people really don't have one. You don't have a conscience telling you right from wrong. You have a set of rules that society gave you to adhere to. And if society happens to be wrong, then what are you? Uh, That's where the concept of ethics really comes into play here. Uh, Ethics being the rules that a social system provides us with and morals being defined as our own specific set of principles. Uh, Typically, we operate on a day-to-day system that utilizes a little bit of both, right? And if you've taken any ethics classes over the years, uh, you know that sometimes morally sound options aren't always the most effective choice ethically and vice versa. And really, that paradox in itself should make you take a step back and rethink the way you view things. And it gets to a point where, if you're like me, all those lines between good and bad, right and wrong, tend to get very blurry. And that's natural. You know, one could even go on to say that the most successful people in this realm, in this life, find those lines to be the most blurred. I mean, think about it. The traits that are praised in any good person are often the very same traits present in so-called bad people as well. You know, determination, consistency, passion, their motivation, the end goal is just different. It's like, okay, If you're the main character of your life, which you very much so are, despite what people may say, oh, what people, you may ask? You know, I'll tell you. Those people who insist the world doesn't revolve around you, that's nonsense to me, you know, fuck them. Because your world, your world, very much so does revolve around you. We are very literally the main characters of our own stories. We're all the protagonists in our own lives. But anyway, you know, you're the main character. And as you grow into your own and separate fact from fiction or what you've been told all your life from reality, you feel yourself slowly becoming this kind of like anti-hero as the time goes on, right? I mean, it's normal. You know, a person is allowed to change their beliefs and morals as they grow older. And this can often allow them to live a better, more fulfilling life. So by that same logic, if you're the protagonist, there has to be an antagonist, right? I mean, that's how it goes in the movies, the books, the mangas. Batman needs a Joker. 
Aizen needed Ichigo. Hell, even Jerry needed Newman. If art imitates light, then it stands to reason that we are naturally required to have an adversary, or at the very least, an epic conflict or battle to fight, simply because one cannot exist without the other. And even if there is truly no good or bad in society, the concept of good needs the concept of evil. The question then becomes, in this predestined age-old battle, is morality merely a hindrance, getting in the way of our ultimate goals? And if morality is subjective, can we truly and accurately judge right from wrong well enough to act accordingly in that fight? We are oftentimes our own adversaries. You know, we stand in our own way because of those predefined categories of how we were conditioned to think we should act and behave. Is what I'm doing right? Am I hurting anyone? Am I stepping on any toes? You know, am I being difficult, right? But as we've seen in day-to-day modern society, the people with morality, the people with high moral standing, and the people who tread lightly just don't get as far in life. The good guys seldom get the girls, and well-behaved women seldom make history. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying, oh, throw caution to the wind or do whatever you want because the idea of right and wrong is pure social construct. In essence, I'm saying what Theodore Roosevelt once said. You know, he said, tread lightly or speak softly and carry a big stick. Be prepared to go there. I'm not a killer, but don't push me type shit. I'm saying to get everything you ever wanted, a lot of times you may have, no, you will have to step out of character to get it. And I'm not talking Illuminati level type sell your soul shit. You know, that's another topic for another day, but it's true. Instead of just the cut and dry right and wrong, if you elect to believe that the ends justify the means, as Machiavelli put it, the real one, guys, not Tupac, (laughs) R.I.P. King, uh, you don't really care as much about going through the process of overanalyzing how your decisions affect others. And that's not always a bad thing, you know? Do what makes sense for you. My mother once said to me, if you lie, you cheat, If you cheat, you steal. If you steal, you kill. You heard that? You know, Black mothers are always good for that weird, obscure-ass wisdom. At the time, I thought it was like a vast oversimplification. But I see what she's getting at, you know? I see that she was saying, draw your line in the sand because not everyone has them. But at the same time, that person who doesn't have a line won't let anything stop them from getting where they want in life or what they want in life. Nowadays, you know, you want to ace an exam without having to work for it? Cheat. Want to have a side chick without losing your girlfriend? Cheat. Want to work your way up the corporate ladder without spending years stuck in lower positions? Suck up to your bosses. The problem with society, well, one of many, is that too many people are rewarded for cheating the system when they can get away with it, which is why it seems like the lines are so blurred. We like easy. And it's so much easier to take shortcuts than to earn the trust, respect, and loyalty of others, which is why nobody trusts anybody anymore. But in my opinion, we as humans are not born good or bad, but we are born with the correct amount of self-interest and drive. It just takes time to properly and productively channel our instincts. Think about it, you know, as kids, we don't care what society says. We don't want to share We don't want to be second in line for ice cream. We want to be first. We want what we want, and we want it now. Word to J.G. Wentworth. 
<laughs> hook your girl up with a sponsorship. <laughs> but no, we see it and we go for it. But as we grow, society kind of reigns that in, you know, sets our boundaries for us, puts limitations on us. We adopt them, convince ourselves that they're our own, nullify our own instincts in favor of false public opinion, and draw our ethical and moral lines in the sand based on that. And yeah, those lines can keep you grounded. You know, they can keep you safe, keep society in check, but it can also keep you on the ground right where the fuck you at. It stunts you. Black people, that way of thinking is what kept us slaves back then and one of the reasons we're still slaves today. But let me say this, you are not wrong for prioritizing self. You are not in the wrong for doing what you need to do out here, whatever that may be. And honestly, I'm kind of sick of hearing that you are. Shit, if protecting my peace and going after what I want in life makes me the villain, then bitch, call me Thanos. Personally, I try not to make moral judgments or any judgments for that matter on people's actions simply because I don't know the practitioner's situation. You know, let's hope I never get called in for jury duty. <laughs> But there is no right, there is no wrong, because the game is not fair, it's rigged. The rules we are given are predefined and made to put us at a disadvantage. Keep the poor poor, keep the rich rich. And that goes for nearly everyone, but especially for Black people. Also another topic for another day, but why would we play fair? So to bring things full circle here, when you first start to learn how to paint in oils, it's extremely frustrating. Because after a while, messing around with the paint, you start to lose focus of your original sketch. You start looking for texture, for light and, and drama, but you miss out on the larger picture. It gets lost in brushstrokes and color. It gets messy. Life is messy. People are messy. It takes experience to know which lines you want to blur and which lines you want to keep. But there's no good or bad, guys. There just is. There is just a blurry ass state of being. There's no black or white. We exist in a gray area. But depending on where we draw our lines and add our color, it can still be something beautiful. Thanks so much, you guys, again, for tuning into my frequency, writing my wavelength, and just listening in on my ramblings. <laughs> I hope you all enjoyed it. You know, I hope it got you thinking or upset or inspired. Shit, I just hope you felt something. <laughs> because we're going to be going even deeper with our guest next episode. So be sure to stop in next time for that. And until then, always appreciate the abstract in your life. <laughs>